a cuppa and a good chinwag? The story has real-life stories to inspire and make you smile. Weekdays on Vision and on demand in the app. Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 on Vision. As we do on a Tuesday, it is always so good to catch up with the breaking news coming out of Israel and the Middle East. Ron Ross has been scouring the headlines overnight. Ron's back with us. Ron, welcome back to 2020. Thank you, Neil. Ron, let's start with the headline, 38 anti-Netanyahu protesters arrested and several attacked. What's been happening? Yeah, 38 protesters against Prime Minister Netanyahu's leadership were arrested on Saturday night as crashes broke out in Tel Aviv and violence erupted at a handful of protest locations among over a 1,000 throughout the country. Police released 37 of those arrested, all taken from Tel Aviv, on Sunday morning. One protester was kept in police custody under suspicion of attacking police officers. Throughout the country, tens of thousands of protesters gathered at their nearest bridges and junctions to protest. This comes after the Knesset passed a bill stating that due to the coronavirus crisis and the lockdown, protesters may only demonstrate within one kilometre radius of their homes. The insistence of the government to uphold this rule has caused fury across the nation as many claim it to be an unfounded attempt to mute the voices of an angry public. Ron, let's check on the coronavirus issues in Israel. Over the past two or three weeks, we've been noting a spike there, but there's some cautious optimism now as Israeli coronavirus rates begin a downward trend. Yeah, over the last five days, the percentage of positive tests has declined. On Saturday, the health ministry reported 2,557 new cases, the lowest number in weeks. Just over 10% of people tested were found to be positive for the virus. This is a significant drop from last week's rates, where up to 15% of those tested were positive. Last Wednesday, two days after Yom Kippur, the health ministry announced 9,013 new cases, the highest ever number reported in a single day since the beginning of the pandemic eight months ago. Praise report there, I believe. Mm, Very good. Hey, let's talk about space for a few moments because the Israeli Defence Force has taken the reins of an Israeli spy satellite uh, that watches Iran. Sounds like a Steven Spielberg movie. Reminds me when we visited the Israel Air Force, one of the young officers told us that they had a satellite that could watch Yasser Arafat in the shower. I'm not sure that that was its intention. <laughs> but three months after Israel successfully launched the OFEC-16 satellite into space, Israel's Space Administration officially transferred operational control of the cutting-edge spacecraft to the military. OFEC-16 helps Israel keep an eye on arch-enemy Iran, among other regional threats. Just one week after the spy satellite's launch, the Ministry of Defence 
turned on its super-sensitive observation camera and the first pictures were downloaded. The significant advantage of OFEC is a route that allows great repetition over Iran that allows a high frequency of photography several times a day. OFEC 16 gives the IDF unprecedented access to data about Iran and, of course, uh, Iran's threat of the total annihilation of Israel is one of the reasons Israel has gone to this extreme. You never know who is watching, Ron Ross. <laughs> hey, let's go to another headline. Turkey's president tells the world Jerusalem is ours. What is this story about? Yeah, Turkish president Recep Tayyip Erdogan has warned the world that Jerusalem belongs to Turkey, harking back to the Ottoman Empire's control over the city for hundreds of years up until it was ejected in 1917. Erdogan made his public claim as he addressed Turkish lawmakers during a major policy speech in Ankara. He said, in this city that we had to leave in tears during the First World War, it is still possible to come across traces of the Ottoman resistance. Jerusalem is our city, a city from us. Our first direction of prayer in Islam, our Jibla, al Aqsa, and the Dome of the Rock in Jerusalem are the symbolic mosques of our faith. He said, in addition, this city is home to the holy places of Christianity and Judaism. Ron, let's finish on a high note this morning. The headline about the Jewish scientist who shares the Nobel Prize for finding a cure for hepatitis C. And, of course, uh, hepatitis C was taking so many lives just up until these recent years. Now millions are saved. How does this story look? Yeah, Harvey J. Alter, Charles M. Rice and British-born scientist Michael Horton jointly won the Nobel Prize for Medicine on Monday for their discovery of the hepatitis C virus, a major source of liver disease that affected millions worldwide. Announcing the prize in Stockholm, the Nobel Committee noted that the trio's work identified a major source of blood-borne hepatitis that couldn't be explained by the previously discovered hepatitis A and B viruses. Their work dating back to the 1970s and 80s has helped save millions of lives. Thanks to their discovery, highly sensitive blood tests for the virus are now available, the committee said. Harvey J. Alter is Jewish and he described his 4.45am phone call he got from Stockholm as the best alarm clock I've ever had. <laughs> he said he ignored the first two times the phone rang and became very angry, answering it the third time, but adding that his anger went away in about a second. Well, it's not just prestige. I think there's a cash prize associated with that too. And uh, so uh, Jewish scientists sharing that Nobel Prize, finding the cure for hepatitis C, saving millions of lives. I always appreciate the fact that you're across the headlines, Ron Ross. Appreciate your update today on 2020. Yeah, bless you, mate. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.